This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Joining us on the line now to talk about that and talk about many other things, uh, our wonderful friend and educator from Orokunui Eco Sanctuary, Tahu Mackenzie. Tahu Morena, great to have you with us again. So nice to be with you, Jeffrey. Thank you. Nice to hear that track from Jess Cornelius. Some pretty great musicians coming our way. Oh, we're very lucky here in Aotearoa, Sunnydale. It's just the epicenter of all creativity and love, in my opinion. We'll talk a little bit more about that show in a moment. But uh, well, you've uh, fresh off a wonderful weekend uh, sharing uh, the great outdoors and some brilliant music and other performances uh, at the Waitati Music Festival. Oh yes, it was so beautiful and such a triumph. I'm so happy for Katie and all the organisers. It was really, really just the most sublime festival and we loved playing. We had a really great time and I got to see lovely Paddy and Michael from Patch Black, so it was very exciting and just everyone was having the most wonderful time and all ages were there. My dear friend came with her 16-month-old beautiful um, offspring Salem Tui, so it was just amazing and everyone was dancing and the weather was perfect, so a great triumph. Nice to hear that people had a great day out, as they did at the big beer fest too. Gosh, it's getting bu- <laughs> getting busy now, isn't it? Yeah, I'm really happy to see, you know, we're all out and about doing things together again. It's really wonderful and such a relief, I'm sure, for everybody. Indeed. And we were very grateful, Jeffrey, because we collected people's wristbands and things at the Beer Festival. So thank you to everybody for your contributions towards Orokunui Eco Sanctuary. We really appreciate it. Just remind us what what was happening there with the wristbands in terms of supporting these eco-sanctuary? Well, it was a wonderful initiative that Orokunui and the hospice, who of course do such amazing work, we were able to be there and if people wanted to donate the remainder of the money on their wristbands, we had these special machines and we could zap them or we could chop off their wristbands when they were leaving. And we got the remainder of their money, so we were very grateful. It's a nice way of doing it, making use of the technology and uh, you know, otherwise uh, money that might just have sort of disappeared into nowhere with people wandering away from their festival experience with a bit of, uh, bit of extra change on the end of their wrist and uh, pretty much forgetting about it. So it's great that it can be harvested in that way for, for, good, <laughs> for good purpose. Yes, we're very grateful. And I'll let you know, Jeffrey, how much we got when I know. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful. Well, we've talked, uh, Tahu, about this particular time of year and uh, how special it is uh, to see all the young creatures and critters uh, out and about, especially at the Orokunui Eco Sanctuary. Tell us how all the young ones are doing up there. <laughs> well, it's one of my favourite times of year. I do love every season, but this is really baby season. So the baby Takahe are now more than a month old. And they're out and about with mum and dad, Waimadia and Bennett. And it is a lot easier to see them now. The parents aren't being so protective. So they're all coming out at 11 o'clock to be fed, which is absolutely gorgeous. And you can imagine the, the mum and dad are crumbling up the special takahe pallets from the feeder, gently feeding them to the wee babies, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And they're also doing a lot of grubbing, so you'll see when you come and visit on the grassland, they're digging up the the grass grubs for the babies and feeding them to them as well. So there's just so much gorgeousness to see with the takahe whānau. And all the little and babies yeah. are watching, I suppose, and learning their lessons <laughs> about how to do it for themselves. Yes, it's so beautiful. 
And I think I talked to you last time with our last season's chicks that one of them was very, very good at um, feeding himself or herself and the other one really wasn't and still wanted to be fed. And I think we can all relate to that. But it was it's just gorgeous to see the different personalities. And then you might remember last time we were talking about how we have the, the 24 nest boxes out for all the carcass. And they've chosen this year not to use any of them, which is very entertaining. And instead, the Ruru are using them. And so now we have Ruru babies in the... We have owlets in the carcanese boxes, which is just absolutely gorgeous. So if you go onto our Facebook page, you'll be able to see a little video of the baby owlets, which are so cute. Oh, baby baby anythings are really cute, but baby (laughs) owls, they've got to be up in the top ten, surely. (laughs) Yes, and being able to spin their heads around and all the clever things they can do. I just love them. So that's never happened before in the 13 years that I've been there. I've never had clever ruru mummies laying their eggs in the carcanese box. So it's very exciting. And then I was up at work yesterday and I had the lovely um, sheaf homeschoolers and we were visiting this big tacoca tree. And, of course, having a really good look at this tree, and we found a mystery egg um, had been laid in the middle of this tree. So I'm still investigating this mystery egg and trying to figure out whose egg it is, which is very exciting. Well, you're not even sure what species it is. I think it's some kind of duck, but it's very pointy. And it's got um, it's sort of grey-brown with lots of spots in it. So I'm looking at all my various resources and trying to figure out who it is. So I'll let you know. Mm. And then last but not least, the Kariaria, the falcon, has had babies. So if you head down to the valley floor, if you head down the Robin Valley track, um, you may well get swooped on by a mummy or daddy falcon protecting their nest. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do have to understand why they'll be being so protective. And, uh, yeah, just take care, as you should at any time that you're visiting the natural habitat of uh, of these wonderful creatures you know we think when we visit our beaches we sometimes get a little bit of aggression from from some of the seabirds and that is usually why they're just being very protective and wanting you to just be very respectful of their young ones so that's something for us all to be mindful as of as we get out and about and explore our wonderful outdoors um, I know last time you and I spoke, uh, you just, I think, got through um, a little bit of a concerning time because Waimaria the eel um, sort of swanned off for a while, and uh, but I think had just returned. Waimaria sticking around now? Oh, yes, I'm so relieved. So, yes, last time we spoke, I hadn't seen her, and I'd got my dear friend to come with his underwater camera and still hadn't seen her. And then she reappeared cheekily on a night tour and it turned out she was being nocturnal for a while, which we can all relate to. Um, but now she is diurnal again, and she's been coming out during the day and really enjoying being fed. So, yes, please come and visit us and enjoy seeing beautiful Waimadi the eel. Um, and is that something you learned about? This Is this something that eels might choose to do from time to time? It's not something that she's ever done before, but it may well be that as she is, you know, getting older and getting ready perhaps to do her migration in time. Mm. She may be experimenting with these different behaviours and I fully support that. 
Yes, indeed. Well, lovely that you've got that wonderful bond with Waimarie and that uh, we all get to share that uh, when we make a visit, especially, uh, I imagine, the, the, the school groups, the education groups that come through. Uh, it's been a beautiful time of year to, to host them, I imagine, Tahu. Oh, yes, I'm so grateful. We are getting busier and busier, which is really what we want. And we've had so many lovely education groups this term, which has been wonderful. And not only visiting us at Orokanui, but also us going to visit their school and see beautiful restoration projects that they are doing. So that's really exciting as well. But yes, it really is my, my absolute favourite thing to do, frolicking about in nature with beautiful young people. Well, while we're enjoying this little patch of lovely weather, you can hardly imagine anything more peaceful, wonderful, uh, educational to do than to make a visit to Aurukunui Eco Sanctuary and to support all the great work they do there, have a little bite to eat at the wonderful cafe there, take a look out over um, the forest canopy and then get out and amongst it uh, looking at the um, flora and fauna. We've talked a lot about the fauna, but what about the flora? I suppose things are flowering at the moment. Yes, it's really flora canoe at the moment, so there's just flowers everywhere which is so beautiful and something I love about this time of year is that you're just surrounded by these flowers so you know you're walking and there's this sweet nectar that's you know you're embraced by the sweet fragrance or the nectar from the flowers and then of course all the native butterflies and bees and moths and, and nectar feeding birds are all out and about and enjoying it and often down the tracks there are just these fragrant carpets of flowers which is absolutely stunning so our different tracks do host different plant species of course with their flowers so it's a great way to get up close and personal with our native plants and enjoy that array of different colours and fragrances beautiful mm. oh, well plan yourself a visit for friends and whanau uh, perhaps over this coming weekend why not get out there and enjoy this beautiful space Let's get back to music now, and we heard uh, earlier uh, from Jess Cornelius, who's uh, going to be touring, is touring with Ebony Lamb, uh, and Ebony Lamb, many will remember Ebony from Eben Sparrow, the fantastic band, who did a number of tours that came through Utipoiti Dunedin. Ebony Lamb has uh, been working on um, solo work and uh, stepping out, uh, slightly transformed, I suppose, uh, has recorded a wonderful new track, and first single, Take My Hands at Night, which was produced by Becker and Cody Nielsen. We'll get a chance to hear that in a moment. But Ebony Lamb on tour with Jess Cornelius, uh, formerly of Teeth and Tongue, coming our way to play Saturday night at the Pioneer Hall. And courtesy of them and courtesy of our wonderful friend Tahu McKenzie, we have a double pass to give away. So stand by your phones, a double pass to that great show on Saturday night. Um, Tahu, that'll be something special. Oh, yes, I'm very excited. And, yeah, I love Ebony, and she's a lovely friend of mine, and it will be great to see her and Jess. And, yeah, I'm just I'm loving all the new music that's coming our way as everybody's feeling re-inspired and reinvigorated. So very exciting to see you on Saturday night, Oti Porti Stanita. Tahu, great to talk with you again. Look forward to catching up with you again in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Kakite. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.